welcome to the history of the Batman with London, brought to you by Meltdown Comics and Collectibles in Hollywood, California. This is where we relive the defining moments of one of the most iconic figures of art and literature, the Batman. My name is Mason Booker, and as always, I am joined by London from the shadows. Maybe he'll say something. Maybe he won't. We never know. We are joined by Shadow Adam. History of the Batman is produced and engineered by me, Mason Booker, and now co-host London. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty rad today, Mason. Rad. rad. That's my favorite. <laughs> I am also it's rad. Al- it's always the word of the day is rad. <laughs> Only when I'm with you. That's, when I'm not with you, I'm just kind of like mediocre. <laughs> No, Mason, you're rad every day. Every day. R-H-A-D-D. That's me. I love it. Um, But yes, that's good. Why are you rad? What's been going on? I actually haven't seen you in a few few days. I know, which is weird now. (laughs) It's so weird because normally I'm like, yeah, I just saw you yesterday. No, what's what's been going on? I I saw you went to Santa Monica Pier. I did. And we uh, we played Pokemon Go because I (laughs) (laughs) No, because I have friends who went and they said that the like rare Pokemon come out and there's just there's tons of gyms and just Pokestops and it's fun and what's crazy is that everyone around you is playing too right it is not just you I have you hear the sounds you hear people like oh there's a there's there's a somebody set up a lure there's there's someone set up a lure here I mean it's crazy that so many people are playing the exact same thing you are but they're all meeting each other because I hear it's a massive dating scene on the pier that like all these all these jocks and stuff who don't play normally <laughs> go down and whip out their phone and they're like, oh, I just got a, a Charizard. Hey, baby, do you want to go to this lure? And like all the all the young, beautiful women are it's, like, yeah. oh, wow, it's funny because now play. people are using it as like a mm-hmm. dating app, which mm-hmm. is which is crazy. Well, I mean, what it's, is what is dating? Right. I mean, it's just. The initial thing is, it's always the same thing, right? You're just looking for an excuse to talk to the other person. Right. So you're like, I need a reason to go talk to you. Otherwise, I'm a creep. But and like, it's like oh, we now, have this common yeah, we, factor. Exactly. Like, oh, you play Pokemon Go? I do too. That's right. And that's what um, the nerd out dating app is all about that. Right. right? Which is really cool. <gasps> Speaking of, if you are looking for something to go with a significant other to, <laughs> yeah. we have some stuff, London. <laughs> Um, actually, I another thing why I'm rad this week yes. is because I went to LACMA. That's what I'm talking about. Day. I know, yes. I know. I went to LACMA and I went to the Guillermo del Toro exhibit I'm that is up right now. Filled with jealousy. It and awesome. it's at home with monsters and it is incredible. It's got like the the fawn from Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, it has everything. And the, the crazy thing is all this was in his house. <laughs> so you're just like wow like i wonder what his house <laughs> kind of looks like and it's funny because they have this huge poster that kind of shows all of the things you see in the exhibit like and they have a picture of it in his home yeah is so, it like the back cave a little bit the back cave of just horror movies and, and that's cool it's, it's crazy it's, it's 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 amazing if you can go it's until november 27th it's okay. out now and yeah, yeah, yeah so you have a few months to go but we are going to uh be able to give you listeners a chance to win a free pair of tickets free pair of tickets what fifty dollar value it is it is it is a fifty dollar so, value yeah. so uh 
stay tuned for. <laughs> well, no, we're can gonna, we talk about it? Yeah, now? Wait, let's talk about it's it now. Okay? Yeah, okay, let's do it. It's, so, it's a raffle. It is a raffle. So it's not first come first serve. It's not if you listen to this episode a few days later, like oh, I missed my chance. No, you can enter, and all you have to do right is to subscribe to the Meltdown Comics newsletter, which you can find on meltcomics.com. Yeah, exactly. Go to meltcomics.com and find the newsletter and hit subscribe to that. Right. And take a screen cap or whatever. Take a, yeah, take a screenshot, screen cap, and subscribe to History of the Batman with London. Easiest exactly. way that I found is, is iTunes. iTunes, yeah. <laughs> Just click subscribe, boom. So send a screen cap of both of those, and then you can email that to me yes. at historyofthebatman at gmail.com. Exactly. And you will be entered into the raffle. Right. And, the, and then the we'll winner mix will be, it up in a, yeah. in a hat. <laughs> And pull Pick out, out one and boom, and uh, and you'll be contacted if you win, yes. and, it, and it'll be a free pair of tickets uh, for uh, no- November. Yes, yeah, perfect. And I think that's awesome. I mean, I I went. I want to have... go. I I no, want to enter this, it's... but unfortunately, I'm barred <laughs> because I'm you know employee of Meltdown, so I can't do it. Yeah, but it's it it is really cool. There's just so much there, and lots of great art, and just everything it's that's amazing. cool yeah I, especially if you love the horror genre like i do i'm a huge fan are you i am actually oh, i didn't know that yeah <laughs> oh oh no i am from like classics like frankenstein dracula to like the horror stuff today like i'm, I'm what's huge. your favorite horror movie oh god <laughs> my favorite well i'm a huge fan of hitchcock i know he's more suspense he's suspense than horror, and thriller but... i'm gonna throw down that yeah, uh, yeah. but I mean, in the film world, he's But considered... I'm more into, like, the classic universal monster oh, like, films. Like I love the, the those. Yeah, the I love... I'm a huge... You know, I love Golden Age Batman. I've sure. talked about that. So I'm, sure. I'm all into that era. So now, sure. this is interesting, because everything connects now. Because <laughs> you're obviously Kelly Jones. Right. Is, and he does basically gothic horror right. Batman. Yeah. And, and what was... Blood Rain, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Red Rain. Red Rain. Crimson where, Mist. Yeah. yeah. So that I see now. So you can see the, perfect, the connection. The perfect mix for London. <laughs> I understand. Well, now I'm thinking like, yeah, it'd be really cool if they made a Batman movie uh, that was like more gothic and horror esque. Yeah, I would of, love that. Like, uh, did you ever see V for Vendetta? Yeah. Like they they kind of played that like that. So mm-hmm. it'd be really cool if they had like. Uh, maybe Gotham by Gaslight if they adopted that, that would into be so cool. That would be pretty, I would love to see that. Yeah, but would, it's it's odd because with the backlash of Batman anyway. <laughs> with the backlash of Batman v Superman and how it was too dark, well, will they ever like be like, Yep, we're just gonna go straight, just gothic and like right. this. No, I that's mean true. maybe in an an that's in the true. animated universe. We might get something because I think I don't for know, live now, action they're not going to do sure, that. Sure, but if you present <laughs> it as an Elseworlds, if you present yeah. it as like one-time cinematic event, you know, yeah, um, which is which, I, I think I'd actually love to see an adaptation of Red Rain. Oh, where, I would love it. Batman's that just whole like, vampire gonna, Batman yeah. that would be incredible. They did that in the animated series. Yeah, yeah, they did. He was a vampire or something. Yeah, they also and then did they it did in, um, uh, Justice League. Right. They have, and they also did the uh, Gods and Monsters, which right. which is pretty much that concept. Yeah, right, right. Which was pretty dark. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah. That? I mean, I, it's, I, it's, I saw a little bit. It's of it. darker I've been than the other ones. It's, it. it's really good. It's I, the one where like everything's kind of twisted. Like Batman's a vampire, and like Wonder Woman's like evil. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Superman, I I think is also evil. Yeah, they're like. But Wonder Woman's kind of like a dominatrix. 
Am I, am I mistaken on a that? A little. No, no, that's uh, Doom. That's Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I tell you about Halloween last year? <laughs> no. <laughs> this, uh, this may be too much for the podcast. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know if you know, but like, if you go to West Hollywood mm-hmm. on Halloween, it is it is oh, huge. It's, it's insane. Like, it's like Mardi Gras. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So there was a woman who was cosplaying as uh, that Wonder Woman character. I can't remember her name. Oh, okay. Uh, Miss Wonder. It's not Wonder Woman. It's like dynamic. I don't know. Whatever. But her. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, it, uh, so she's clearly like got this uh, dominatrix vibe going mm-hmm. on. Anyway. She, uh, they were, she had two handlers who were like, no pictures, no pictures. And, uh, and then she was selecting random people and dominating them until you had to convince her to let you go. (laughs) And so I, uh, I had a, I had a a meltdown t-shirt on. And so they were like, you, you're now, you're chosen to serve (laughs) the the lady and stuff. And it was like, it was crazy. But it was also cool. That is fun. But that reminded me of that. Interesting. Anyway. I like how she had handlers, though. They were like, no. Oh, she had she had handlers that were like keeping the crowd back because you had to. I mean, it wasn't anything major. It was just like kneel and you know say the alphabet backwards, stuff like that. Like whatever. (laughs) Give give me candy. (laughs) Say that you're gonna give me candy. Find candy for me. That was another one. Interesting. That was cool. All right. Anyway, fun. Um, but yes, I, I am. I love the genre. Yeah, I've been meaning to check out Gods and Monsters. Cool. All right, it's cool. maybe that was too much. Maybe I'll take that out. <laughs> that, was, that was a little crazy. All right. Anyway, leave it in Mason. Okay. So. So today. So yeah. So wait. Yes. Hot. If you're looking for hot date night, enter the raffle. Yeah. For that, that thing. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a great exhibit. And if you just do, they have go, any Pacific Rim stuff? Oh yeah. Cool. They did. What about anything from Kronos? Any? I think any? So did they? It's like a giant gold scarab that attaches to your chest and turns you into a vampire. You know that one? Oh, yeah. Was I'm his, trying to think if that, that was his I first film that. that kind of put him on the scene. I don't, I would assume so, just because sure. he had like every, cool. it's just there was so much. All right, and all right. for the comic book people, they had a lot of Hellboy stuff oh, and sure. original Mike McNola art. Right, sure. Which was fantastic. Cool. So that's just a bonus. All right, cool. <laughs> so, yes, into so, the raffle. In, it's yeah. worth it. Do it. Do it. Um, okay, London, what are we what are we talking about today? Well, I thought we could touch upon an anthology that I love, a Batman anthology, and it's Batman Black and White. I have seen this, but I don't know anything about it, so I'm down. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. The stories and okay, well before we really get into it, when you read a comic, one of the things that draws to you is the color. Sure. Right. The the colorists, especially like Alex and Claire, who's like my favorite colorist. Like mm-hmm. the colors can really bring out the the mood of like the uh, like we were talking about in Killing Joke in with Killing uh, Joke. Right. Brian Boylan. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Definitely. I'm like I'm from, <laughs> right. Like John Higgins, like warm. Oh, John Higgins. Colors. Sorry. But then Brian Boylan did like his own palette with right. like highlighting the red, and we discussed Wait. that in the review. But and we're all about one. John Higgins. Yes. The yeah. John Higgins okay. colors are red. Yes. 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 Love. Them. Um, but they uh, in uh, 1996 they started the first volume. Which what happens in the, in the, in like each comic there's like about 
uh, eight different stories. Okay. And they each have a different creative team. It might be one person or it might be two. And it's all, I mean, it's just like the book. It's in black and white. And it's just the pencils and the inks. And it's, it's great because you see all these different art styles and you can see still the same emotion that you may think, oh, only like the colors and mm. this would help. Like it's the same like with these black and white stories. And they're all like, like um, eight page like one shots. Yeah, they're little short. Stories. Yeah, they're short stories. Do and they connect to each other? No, no, oh, okay. they don't. Which is great. So you sure. just have you have a writer and then an artist, or maybe the artist and the writer are the same, and then they just tell a completely random story that doesn't really connect with anything. It's all kind of like one shot out of continuity, out of continuity stories. Okay. Cool, cool. And so you can read these and not have to have read mm-hmm. something else. Mm-hmm. So I recommend it for that because I know people are like, oh, if I read this comic, do I have to read something before? Do I need prior knowledge to this? And you don't. So right. that's another thing that's really cool. cool. And as of now, there are four volumes. Okay. So there are a lot of volumes. <laughs> There's a, so there are tons of stories and they're all how how Amazing. how big is each volume like 30 pages yeah 40 pages yeah 30 40 pages so each each that. story well you said each story is eight pages so so how many stories per book um i would say probably like like around eight or nine. Oh wow so that's like 64 yeah it's, i mean it's a the volume that's is a 64 solid. to 72 page book yeah 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 oh wow so if you collect it, it's easier to do the volumes mm-hmm. because if you try to collect the the particular comics so at first it was just the black man black man bad man shame black on kid. you <laughs> how dare you blasphemy <laughs> um so like the first volume it was um six issues it ran it limited okay. issues like batman so then in the volume one it was the six issues mm-hmm. which had all those stories mm-hmm. so if you can combine them i don't know how many pages it is um so then each volume is the same and then there were some uh back they became backup stories in the batman gotham knights anthology which oh, was like another publication so yeah at the end it was like and... one story and either cool. was a reprint or like there was about five that were like original stories like a bonus yeah so they kind of were included in that story and then that was cool. collected into a volume as okay well. so question real quick mm-hmm. um is this connected to or different from Batman Noir, which is something that I have seen here at Meltdown? It's different. Oh, or okay. It's separate. What is Batman Noir, briefly? Um, well, it's a... <laughs> I haven't read it in a while. Um, it's just a separate Batman story. Oh, I mean, it's, just, it's not... But it's black and white. Yeah, yeah. And well, okay. it's more... It has the film noir pulp feel uh, too okay. so it kind but of it's like, just it's it's its, its own it's thing. its own it's thing. not a series no 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 oh, it's not I, a series. I, I misunderstood okay oh no but yeah so like black and white is its own like yeah they're just it's a ongoing. whole bunch yeah it's ongoing um i mean i don't know when they're gonna put out a next volume but who, the like the does? last but the volume four came out like last year cool. so it might, uh, so I would assume it would continue because it's gotten, it did a uh, motion comics and then of course the Batman. Oh, Black it did and, a motion. Yeah, there's That's like cool. a few motion comics that uh, DC Entertainment put out, which are cool. Yeah. Like, they're very cool. I'll and even some, and so that. because there's so many, <laughs> there's so many stories, I just picked five that we'll talk about. Okay. Just because I think they're amazing and there's different, um, uh, creative teams and they're just they're just really good stories I but it. they're all really great I <laughs> mean I don't want to put any of but the London, other you stories you like everything down. I do I'm I waiting do. for the time <laughs> that you're like this story was not that good I think <laughs> actually uh, we'll, we'll probably mention this again next episode but you were just on pod sequentialism right and yes. my my favorite question that Matt asked you was what is your least <laughs> I favorite know. and I was like oh 
God. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen the frustration, the bead of sweat that like, like formed ah, on her forehead. Like, like ah, ah, but I believe you actually gave an answer. So I if do. you if you want to know what that <laughs> is, I know you have to check listen. out Pod Sequentialism mm. on the Milkdown Network. <laughs> um, all right, London. In the interest of rocking and rolling and flowing, mm-hmm. let's take the break now. Okay. Yes. And then and then we're gonna go. Okay. All right. We're back. We're back. We're back. Yay. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for checking out. Check out Meltdown Comics, 7522 Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> we, we have a whole bunch of stuff. Check out the other podcast. <laughs> and uh, we just launched uh, a new show, Battlecast. Oh, right. Check it out. Awesome. All right, Our London. network is just growing. It's growing. It's we're getting growing. We're getting big. We desperately need sponsors. Anybody who wants to, you know, hook yes, us up with a sponsorship, sponsors, so. be on this show. We have a listenership. <laughs> we can we can hook you up. Let's talk. Email me, mason at com. Let's do it. Yes. All right. What are we starting with? So, um, <laughs> we'll start with, this is perhaps my favorite. I'm just going to start perhaps. off with perhaps. Because it's, it's hard, Mason. There's so many good ones. Well, is there one that is... A significant competitor yes which we'll talk about too okay. but i and i picked these five not just because it it showcases batman not just batman but some of his rogues gallery and just the feel of batman that it should have in the comics um but okay. some of these are the like most critically acclaimed i suppose oh so these have been reviewed and mm-hmm. revered yeah and yeah yeah critics. so it's okay. not just my favorite but other people besides Listen, me have said hey i don't, I don't want you to feel <laughs> like you can't like you can't have your own opinion and then like you know everybody's everybody's I think your opinion's worth something. Oh, like, thank yeah, of you. Of course. I know, but I don't want to be like, oh, this is just my favorite and this is the best because I say so. I mean, I think there's backing to it or hopefully I can convey that there's a reason why I picked these and that you should read them if you are a Batman fan and want more uh, good Batman tales. Okay. What are we starting okay. with? So we are starting. Wait, are we are we yeah. going from like least to most, or is this just random? Um, I think this might. Uh, however, I have it set up. It might go in a in a chronological order in terms of when it was released. Okay. Um, but this one just so happens to be the earliest, and it's perhaps my favorite. So I got it just you. it just kind of happened that Lay it way. On me. I want to hear it. <laughs> so this is a Bruce Tim story, both um, written and illustrated. Okay. And so similar to Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. So it is. I'm already called, liking uh, it. Two of a kind. Okay. And it is. If Two-Face? You, yes. A it surprise. is a surprise. <laughs> but it's a really good story. Now, uh, I haven't done a Two Face retrospect yet on the show, I don't no. think. And I really want to do that. Yeah. But I have talked about it on the blog and things like that. And I just love his character. I think it's. I, I mean. I am torn. I've seen him portrayed in in awesome ways right and also terrible ways and, I, <laughs> and i'm just like i can't tell like half of me is I like two-face is so with, good and the other half of me is like it depends two-face. on who Psh. is doing two-face right. i really right. do think that because yeah there are some stories that make him a fascinating character it almost mm-hmm. and you can't i don't think you can relate fully to any of these villains you shouldn't but in a certain way you're like i understand you may yeah in a certain way you can feel like oh you may feel like you're not to be punny but torn in some ways like mm-hmm. and for and even with two-face i think we discussed this when um when drea came on for the psych the, sure. the psychology of batman yeah, yeah, yeah. how um especially in like the 90s stories where um andrew helfer he wrote um 
Two-Face as being bipolar and being depressed. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. that kind of heightened once the acid hit his face and then he his his mind just turned for the Split. worse and he decided I'm just going to be Two-Face. So you get deep stories like that. Whereas if you compare it to when he first started and he's just a super gimmicky character where he's obsessed with the number two. And now right. that still exists in stories where like he commits crimes at 2 a.m. Right. or he does it on the second day in the month and things like that. That still is there and he has his scarred coin and all of that. But there are stories that kind of go deeper beyond the, the, the number two, which I I think is really cool so it depends on the writer i i mean i think uh in the dark knight um aaron eckhart's two-face was was great i thought yeah, that was but pretty it was cool. also just bit part well <laughs> it was like oh now i'm two-faced bye but compared like, you know. to tommy lee jones i was gonna say that was, that <laughs> if was we're the comparing weak one, cinematic that was, yeah that was that was a week portrayals one. Uh, that was a lot of time <laughs> even though like, i personally oh, love of, the color groaning. Oh yeah. sure, but I'm just saying. Which you know me, I love. I love. Color. I know, uh, <laughs> especially purple. Those who can't yes. see, London's like all in purple. But um, <laughs> no, I'm saying uh, that was one where I was in the theater, literally groans, <laughs> groans when Tommy Lee Jones was on on screen. It's like, um, hmm. I will say this though, and I know we keep dancing around this, but No Man's Land, amazing, yes, amazing Two Face writing where he puts himself on trial. Yes, that was. My, I, I was, I was so impressed. Right. So it, it depends. It depends on who's writing it, portraying him. Mm-hmm. But he can be, I think, a deep character. And this story, the first time I read it, I, I hadn't read anything like it before, and I was, I was like, this is, this is amazing. And I love Bruce Tem's art. So yeah, that, okay. by itself, sure, <laughs> already put it ahead of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About it. So, so, so what is the story? So in the story. Harvey Dent actually gets reconstructive sur- plastic surgery oh. and his face is fixed. And so he's not scarred anymore. Oh, uh, like, uh, kind of dark Knight returns. Yes. Yes. And yes. In that way. So, and everyone's like, Oh, that's great. And so his plastic surgeon is Dr. Marilyn Crane. I forgot her last name. Crane. Oh, any relation to the scarecrow? Doc. No, okay, not <laughs> not that not that he said. Okay, so no, no, no. Curious. It just happens that that's, that's her last name. Uh, but right. uh, <laughs> so after he his face is fixed and he actually gets to leave Arkham Asylum because they figure, oh well, his face is fixed, so he doesn't have that fixation mm-hmm. on Split anymore, and his mind is okay. Him and Marilyn, the plastic surgeon, actually fall in love. Surprise! Surprise! And then they plan on getting married, and everything is blissful and happy until he meets her twin sister. Oh. <laughs> oh my god good twist good twist Ma- madeline and, and she's so- a dark half is she a dark and evil twisted <laughs> yeah. ah! that's that's great good job Bruce so Tim. of course when he sees her he's like what and so- she's like i'm the evil maryland and, so- <laughs> and then she the and other so one's of course like, he's like good. i don't want to see her because he thinks he'll turn back to his obsession with duality like sure. of course because yeah, i mean makes it sense. makes sense right yeah, so he yeah, like keeps his distance like i'm, I'm with Marilyn. it's good it's yeah. fine yeah, yeah, so yeah. of course one night he's at the office because you know he's just a 
district attorney mm-hmm. and Marilyn comes and she's just Why? in like what is she doing there oh what you know she... what she's doing there Mason <laughs> she, she wants she's like I'm envious of my goody two-shoes sister's good life it's, and so she literally comes in like a coat and lingerie yeah and is coming to seduce him and she's like Bruce I Tim know and so he's like I know you head. have a dark side too she's literally playing on oh the fact God. yes she's like know I want to see the <laughs> the bad yes and so and so but of course Tim (laughs) shake my head and so of course he gets mad and like he almost like shakes her and And she's like I'm gonna do it yeah and then she's like no I like this no (laughs) seriously I'm sure and then right on the desk boom they have sex and have an affair and it's this whole thing and it's like oh no I mean it's that's (laughs) I'm sorry that's terrible (laughs) right so of course now we go to there's like a few days before Mm -hmm. the wedding and so Harvey Dent is like he was wasn't married yet. I thought no, was, no, oh, they're okay. engaged and they were planning to be married. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, that's one of the reasons why she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna let you meet my sister because they're gonna get married." Mm-hmm. And of course, he was gonna see her at the wedding. Wait, anyway. wait a minute, didn't she know? Didn't she have any inkling that that this would? <laughs> she, no, because she's like he's uh, me, cured. His but, face but isn't is she also like? Let me introduce you to my tramp sister. <laughs> like, I mean, I shouldn't say tramp. Like. My morally, I mean, women who want to walk the dark side, go for it. Like, I'm all about <laughs> it. But, you know, she she must have known that it would challenge his mental state. I don't know. Well, apparently not, because he was perfectly right. fine with it. So there's days before the wedding, and Harvey is torn. He's like, I'm, I love Marilyn, and we're going to get married, and she's perfect for me. But mm-hmm. then when I'm... With her in bed, I think of Madeline and like the fire and the, yeah, and that. Is, I don't and know. He if you is know, torn between the two. This is a very common uh, trope in film noir, and yeah. it's basically it's called. Uh, there's the angel who is the good woman who is you know I'll give you a a nice home and a a beautiful life and mm-hmm. children and I'm gonna bake cupcakes and all this stuff and then there's what's called the spider woman. And oh. she's she's the femme fatale. She's I'll draw you in and I'll mm-hmm. I'll be your darkest fantasy. Right. But at the end I'll I will destroy you. Mm-hmm. And so this is this if you look at film noir and the films of film noir, the, one of the the main characters is always torn between these two, where they're like it's this girl and she's nice and homespun and she's everything I could possibly want and we could be so happy together. And then there's this other girl who's my, my darkest sexual fantasy who's totally cool if if we tie each other up and yeah, do whatever. So yeah. this, is, this is very common. Oh no, but. that's totally, yeah. And so, of course, he's going back and forth. Who I choose? Who I choose? Mm-hmm. Um, Marilyn, do I choose Madeline? So, of course, he's like... This is gonna... uh, Betty and Veronica off Archie. Yeah. This is like the whole thing. <laughs> yes. But here's the question, right? Like, the real the real question is isn't there a woman out there who can essentially be both? I mean, you know, well, the, the lovely homemaker who's also the the dark sexual fantasy that you want in bed. I mean, that's that's what everyone right. thinks that they're looking for. Right. That's what everyone's like. That's that's the one. There's a very famous the... quote. We'll have to mark this episode as explicit. There, <laughs> there's a very famous quote that I'm a huge fan of. That's um, it's I think it was. I think it was Donna Reed or mm-hmm. or maybe it was someone it was some 1950s housewife and mm-hmm. they were like uh the man a man's perfect wife is someone who will bake cupcakes and give blowjobs nice and I was like that's that's that- that's true <laughs> hang, hang, hang my head in shame but I you know I just thought that was hilarious 
Like, way to go, 1950s woman. Speak it out. Anyway. So he chooses that he's going to marry Marilyn. Good. And he's going to break it off with Madeline. Smart. And, of course, she is not happy about so that choice. throws acid in his face. No. <laughs> no, actually. He's like, I'll show you to leave so, me. No, it's even worse. So he comes home to, mm-hmm. to see Madeline. Uh, not Madeline. Uh, Marilyn. And he. Okay. And she's dead. What? Yeah, Blair. And then, oh, like. Oh, <laughs> man. That is hardcore. <laughs> so. <laughs> Madeline kills her so they could be together. And so, of course. Oh, but she didn't frame him. She was just like, no. I, I got rid of yeah, her. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not like she's Listen, just. Listen, ah! this guy, his. I mean, talk about sexual prowess. If you're like, I'm going to murder my twin sister so you'll be with me instead of no, her. And then, like, because- on the wall, it says something like, it's just the two of us now. Or oh, something so she's to not that. there. No, 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 uh, no, no. It's uh, like he walks in. Right, right, right. Marilyn's dead on the floor and on uh, the wall. It's like, it's just us two now. Or something to that effect. All right. Man, it's- that's crazy. Also, <laughs> that's a little bit of a sexual fantasy for, like, who, who, like, you were so good on the desk that I'm going to murder my twin sister to get some more of that Harvey like I don't know I, I this is clearly Bruce Tim this you know this this is echoing of, of Batgirl yes, shipping it is. Right, I see the roots it is you can totally see I that know, I don't know how I feel about this All okay right, so going. of course Harvey is devastated. He kind of like falls to oh, the yeah, floor because sure. it's like what yeah. and so he feels like this I can't be normal almost in a sense. And so mm. he goes to the fire and he like picks up what? like the coals oh. and puts oh. it in his face. And so he decides to meet Madeline at like the Gotham City docks, like on right. the docks to but talk he's, to her. But he's hideously scarred. Right. So way. of course he comes up to her and he's like, see, this is who I really am. And so he's scarred again. So all that. No, plus- wait, did he scar only half or did he scar the whole thing? No, only half. Mm. So he goes back to what he originally yeah, yeah, looked sure, like. Sure, sure. And even she is like, I, I still love you. I mean, this is who I'm you st- are. I'm like down. I'm still down. Like she that's, is, she is like. That's points. <laughs> you know, I mean, killing your sister aside, like if you're like, I'm embracing your true self, like your darker right. side. You don't right. have to pretend with me. Like I, I respect. Yeah, that. and so like she comes in to embrace him, mm-hmm. and so he's thinking like, you know, oh, like Madeline, she looks amazing and everything. And he's like, but she looks too much like Marilyn. And then you hear bang, and he shoots Marilyn. I mean, Madeline. In, in the chest with a gun because he's like, I can't, I can't be with you. And what? it's just, yeah. So he kills her. And so she's dead on the dock. That's docks. weak sauce. And then, <laughs> that's so lame. Yeah, what, what did you want to happen? That it just I'll, ended I'll, up I'll together? give you a better one right now. He's like, no. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, all so right, right. he shoots he shoots Madeline. Mm-hmm. She's dead in his arms. And then you see Batman, like, hovering over. And he's waiting. <laughs> and so Two-Face is waiting for Batman to take him back to Arkham because he belongs with the other crazy people. And that's how it ends. Okay. So what would you have done I would differently? Have, I would have done... Uh, uh, this is what I would have done. He's like, I can't. You look too much like her. Mm-hmm. Whips out a knife, carves half of her face. Ah! You know, right? And then he's like, "Now we're now we're even, <laughs> right?" And then she's we like, match. "Yeah." And then she's like, "We're a matching pair." Make out on the docks. Batman swoops down and is like, "It's time to go, Dent." And and whatever you're convicted of murder, right? And then they're like, 
they they get carted off to prison and she's like all right like when i'll see you in i don't know 20 years when we get out or two years when we get out or whatever i don't know that'd be great it's kind of like it's kind of like uh, harley quinn for two-face right exactly so i i mean i like this story because the whole twin aspect cool. i can't believe they crammed all that into eight pages yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what's great these stories have so much and it's like it's not even a full comic gotcha so that's, yeah that's, so it's a great two-face story good. if you're pretty a fan good. of two-face no, and it's no. just it shows that even though his it's face sad, was though. fixed you know, yeah. his mind is not. Right. You can't. Well, duh, but, well right. But, but yeah, people thought, oh, well, if sad. your face is fixed, then you don't have that fixation of duality anymore. It's like, oh, nope. Well, but also, <laughs> I mean, I think his his doctor was like, you know, I can show you what's what's worth living for and just the happy, the happy for, you know, the happy side. Mm-hmm. So it's sad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it didn't work out for Harvey. Every time he gets a girlfriend, <laughs> gone. It's a problem. Gone. But they're always like, oh, you're the man. I want to marry you. Dead. <laughs> right, something really happens. Tough. Tough. So, right, yeah. The most What's her name? Rachel. <laughs> Wasn't she dating Aaron Eckhart in the beginning? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And she was gonna marry him and everything. And then that's when Dead. she wrote the note right. to him. And then Alfred's like, "Yeah, I gotta keep this in my pocket. That's I right. can't." He yeah. like, didn't show it to him. <laughs> right. and I was like, "Why wouldn't you show it to him?" And what a P.S. And then P.S. <laughs> dick move, Alfred. Like, no, but they used that in The Dark Knight Rises when he's like, "I burned the letter that Rachel gave to you, telling dick you that I'm not move. gonna." Be- <laughs> So Bruce was mad. He's like, why would you? And he thought he was like lying, saying, no, Rachel wanted to be with you. He's like, no, let the truth have its day, Master Wayne. Yeah. You know, just- <laughs> Which I concealed from you. <laughs> like, I know. I lied about the truth. That's what I let find the truth so have frustrating. Its day. <laughs> like, seriously, like, wouldn't it have been like better for everyone if Alfred was just like, read it, man. You know, you you lost out. And now we got to focus on this new path that you've chosen for yourself. <laughs> Which is tough. It's um, always, I am a firm believer. It is always better to know than to wonder. I am a yeah. huge, I'm a huge fan about that. Definitely. Like, I would rather know that this girl hated my guts than wonder, like, well, maybe, maybe if we, we just, if mm-hmm. we'd done the, if I'd said the right thing or yeah. if I'd done the right thing, it could have been, you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. Totally. Next, next story. Okay. Next, next story. story. <laughs> next story. Uh, actually, a lot of people probably know this story. It is um, a Brian Boland, which I love Brian Boland too. Um, I like Brian Boland, but then he, you know, he was kind of a, <laughs> he was kind of a meanie on, on Killing Joke. Killing joke. Where he's like, yes, he is screw artist this. Killing Joke. I mean, <laughs> screw this color s- scheme that you spent, I don't know, months on. I'm going to pee all over it. All right, but whatever, Brian Boland. And so he writes and illustrates this story, and it's called An Innocent Guy. And mm-hmm. it was originally a black and white story. Uh, it came out, it's in, so first of all, The Two of a Kind is in volume one. It was like an issue number one. It was okay. like one of the first yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. This is an issue number four. Um, they both came still, out in 1996. So it's one. still volume one. So yeah. if you want to. Is this your other competitor? No. Okay. Um, that'll come up. Like soon, I think. Uh, it's coming. Maybe. Well, yeah. whenever, no yeah, pressure. But it will no come up. I, so, I believe you. Um, not, <laughs> you believe no, you're lying. Lies. No. <laughs> it could have come up, London, but I burned it. <laughs> <laughs> the truth will have its day. <laughs> the tr- Yo, I hope you got some for the rest of the class, Shadow Adam. What's up? <laughs> Shadow Adam just showed up from 7 of. Oh, oh nice. what up? So good. Thank got, you, Shadow thank Adam. Thank you, Shadow Adam. <laughs> 
He just showed up with this like orange smoothie for London, Woo-hoo. which looks awesome. But I got a uh, organic core pomegranate. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right, what do we got? Okay, so this story was originally a black and white uh, story, but if you have the Killing Joke Deluxe Edition, it's actually after the Killing Joke, but it's in color. So he colors the story. This exact he colored story. the black and white. This one, yes. So in the did kill- it enhance or take away? Hmm. Let me think about it because I actually just read both recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean they both are are great. I don't. I mean I like the black and white just by itself, but the colors fine. Uh-oh. Oh, see this this guy's over two. No. <laughs> No, it is a good story. I'm not it saying is. that his writing bad or his art is bad, but anytime he messes with the color, <laughs> like it takes it down. Like you know, he has a different palette, and you know me, I'm all about bam bright. Colors. I know, but now you're yes. talking about it was black and white, and the black and white was better. Like, no, the colors are fine. They are fine. It's just I like the black and white too, which I read more recently than the color because originally I read the color. Um, version first and then i read the black and white and so okay. i'm like hmm, I, th- I don't know i think just All kind right. of how the story goes it's cool to see it in black and white i don't know you I tell agree. me maybe so, right. <laughs> so what happens so um it's it's just about this one guy and he's talking and he's saying that he thinks that he is a good person he says that he cares about his parents and he treats his girl right. He, you know, he takes her out. He buys her like flowers. He goes to church every Sunday. Like he is a good person. He sure. stresses that to you. Like he's telling I'm so you I'm a good, good person. Right. Until I serial killer. But yeah. All right. But because he's been a good person all of his life, he wants to do one seriously bad thing. Yes. <laughs> I, I saw and this coming. <laughs> so he says that people, the only reason why people do good things is because they are scared that if they do a bad thing, there will be consequences. They like may go to caught. jail or mm-hmm. they'll go to hell or they'll go to some, something will happen because you do a bad thing. Right. He says that is the only reason that stops people from doing bad things. But he's like, um, since I do want to do this bad thing, it has to be something that's just so cruel and like there's no motive. And he's just kind of mulling around what one bad thing he would do. And so at first he's like, I was thinking maybe I could kidnap this little girl and chain her in like this basement and starve her to death. And like it would make her family suffer. And it would just like, this is the first thing. This is horrendous. Okay. (laughs) So he's like, you know, I could chain her in the basement and, you know, starve her. And then he's like, and then, he know, he's like, I would want this to ruin like the lives of her family and people that know her. He's like, but still, this isn't enough. This is not enough. This is not enough. He's like, it needs, if I am going to kill someone, because he's starving her to death, so she would have died. He's like, if I'm going to kill someone, it needs to be someone famous, kind of like the whole John Lennon thing. He's like... You know, like, yes, well, that's what he, that's what he says. Okay. So he's like, it needs to be someone that people would know and that, you know, everyone would know that that happened. He's like, so I thought about the Pope. He's like, sure. Um, but he has those bodyguards he's, and he's in a lot to do. Right. Yeah. But then and he's in that. He says Pope Mobile. Yep. That's bulletproof. Yep. And he's in Italy. And I don't really travel to Italy. So that's is, this, this is guy, his reasoning. Qu- question. Is this guy in Gotham? Yes. Okay. So that's what we're Sur- getting to. Surprise. Surprise. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, so, yeah, it needs to be some someone local. 
He's like, someone in Gotham. Mm-hmm. He's like, who better than the Batman? Who I better? need to kill the Batman. Who better? <laughs> Deadshot has tried, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Goodman. But all right. And so he's like, see, my dad, when I was young, gave me this gun. And he was a huge gun collector. Uh-huh. And he's like, and this gun that I have is the same, like, millions of guns in Gotham. So no one would even know. Oh, uh, okay. Serial so, <laughs> number removed, right, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. All and right. he's like, and then he's like, starts thinking about, like, oh, I'm sure Batman right now is in his secret hideout on, like, his, like, and has like he might have like surveillance cameras and stuff on me and so you you see like a scene of him in the bat cave because that's his oh, secret hideout yeah. he doesn't know it's a bat cave he just knows it's a secret hideout right, so sure. like he's on like the bat computer mm-hmm. and he's looking up stuff like there's like a screen with like two face and that but then like you get a really great shot of like the the t-rex okay. and the giant penny and yeah, stuff yeah, it's yeah. very classic very, bat cave gotcha and so he's like oh so he might have my place bugged or something he probably knows i'm doing this right now but of course not because I'm an innocent guy. Yeah, like, you so he's like you're not on his radar Right, yet. he's like, so I'm not on, pretty much, I'm not on his radar, so he wouldn't find me. And so he's like, I'm sure, and so he thinks about what Batman's doing right now. He's like, so you see him, like, in the Batmobile. He's like, maybe he's going after Two-Face, or maybe he's tangled up with Poison Ivy, right. or maybe he's fighting off Penguin. And so you get, like, these really cool shots of the villain, which is great. And then... He's like, of course, you know, he'll bring him in because that's that's what he does. Like, he brings people to justice. And he's like, but me, if I did it, I killed him. I wouldn't leave, like, a calling card. He's like, I wouldn't leave a coin or I wouldn't leave a riddle or I wouldn't laugh at the end, of course, mm-hmm. talking about Two-Face right, and Riddler right. and Joker. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I would just, you know, disappear. And he would never right, know and no right. one would ever find me. He's right. like, but after he's done all of this crime fighting, just for one moment, he'll just... You know, be standing there and He'll then know. and then he's like maybe it'll be in a dark alley or in a high window or on a grassy knoll or you know uh-huh. something like right, that that's right, what he's sure. saying and then in one glint and then you see a bullet go like right in his head mm-hmm. and kill batman uh-huh. and then he's like you know and he but then he says but i would miss him and then it's funny because he notes <laughs> not like miss him no i would get the shot mm-hmm. he's like no i mean i would miss him because i am his greatest fan right. but then again i'm his greatest enemy right and then he's like and by the t- before they even find his body i would have been long gone mm-hmm. i would leave gotham and he's like and i would just leave and lead a normal life i'd probably go back and finish college yep i'd marry my girlfriend i'd have kids i would leave a, i would lead a uh uh, Non-dis- a normal, yeah. yeah, a normal life, and then I would die, and I would go to heaven. Well, I don't know about that last part. That's what he says, right. and then that's the end of the story. <laughs> oh, so this is just his whole. This is in his mind, yeah. thinking if I'm going to do this one horrible thing because I've always done all these good things, right. it would be this. Now, of course, he's like sociopath. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. thinking, yeah. and it's like no. I'm a good guy though. Yeah. I want to chain this little girl in this basement and starve her to death to ruin her family, but yeah. I'm a good guy. Right, right. <laughs> like they'll never suspect me. Right, basically. exactly. So that's that a weird is, one. That is, <laughs> it is. But I, I mean, mean, it's, it's a, sort of interesting. It reminds me. So there's a parable. This is a this is a meditative parable. It's something that's meant to help you like achieve meditation. It's basically this guy is on his deathbed, mm-hmm. and he's like. I and he's thinking to himself, I've done it. I've I've fooled everyone. I'm I'm actually an evil man. I'm mm-hmm. a horrendously evil man. But I've pretended to be good. I've 
gone to church every day. I have a loving wife and a family and children and stuff, but I'm so evil. But I've fooled everyone because I've just, I've only pretended to be good. I've pretended to be good so well that I'm, you know, he's he's never actually done any evil actions. Right. But he, he is like, but I am evil. But I'm I like am horrible evil. evil. And so the question is like, is he? If all your actions were good. Right, and that's the thing. It's like you may think these evil thoughts, you may right. have these evil mm-hmm. feelings, but if you never act on them, are you really evil? Right, so that's all about agency versus intention. Getting deep. I know, I'm Hash, telling you. Deep moments with London. <laughs> History of the Batman, deepness. <laughs> Anybody who's ready to, to write a psych paper. <laughs> this is. Have, this we should have Drea back. <laughs> I know. That would be awesome. That'd be great. But I also wanted to note um, on Instagram, at History of the Batman, when the animated movie Killing Joke came out, I did a session talking about the comic and all of the things that follow. And there was this one uh, Gothamite, someone that follows, and I actually wanted to shout him out really quick because he DM'd me and said, oh, are you going to talk about an innocent guy are you gonna talk about this extra story in it and i told him like oh like i'm just focusing on the comics i'm probably not this time but that is a really great story yeah so i just wanted to shout out okay his name is um t period j period r period f period b on instagram all right that's his that's his handle at t r f b t j r f b but with periods Gotcha. Between I wonder them. if it's. I wonder if that's the Myers Briggs thing, like INFJ or whatever. Anyway, God. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> but I don't know if he listens to the Sweet podcast. Initials. But when I talk about it on the page, I'll tag him and shout him out. Say, yeah. "Oh, I talked about this story, and since you were interested in discussing the story in the sky, listen to this, and thank you." Because yes, so <laughs> yeah, I feel like we could discuss that in in depth, but we we don't have time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed, I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to keep us under two hours. I, so let's do it. I know. It's right. bad. Okay, okay. So the next one is actually my uh, contender for my favorite. Ooh, number three. I yes. thought you'd save it till the end. Okay. Yes. And I know this is bad, and it's probably because of my love for the animated series, but this I is a Paul series. Dini story. Paul Dini's the man. Paul Dini. And it's Please our- come be our <laughs> guest on our show. We love you. Paul Dini. Reaching out to you and your publicist. Anyway, and your wife. Bring her on. Everyone, got, come on. We got space. <laughs> We got chairs. <laughs> All right. What, what, so it what is um, written by Paul Dini and it is illustrated by Alex Ross. Oh, wow. I know. In black and white? <laughs> yes. I can't imagine Alex Ross but doing a- anything that's not like oil painting oh, of incredible. I know. Oh, wait. I will show you a panel. Show me a Just panel. because it's, it, is, it is fantastic. But it is called Case Study. Okay. And it is actually a uh, Joker story okay and hold on i'm sorry i'm trying to is it told from the pov of harley harleen quinzel no but she Um, is involved in the story yeah because if it was case study i was like oh maybe it's his doctor no it it does involve looking at uh joker and so like here's a panel oops sorry (laughs) oh wow right man alex ross i know yeah (laughs) it's amazing it is his it's so it's not painted 
And yet, it's still in his photorealistic yeah, it's still, style. It's, it's photorealistic. It looks like pencil sketches with maybe some watercolor. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. And and that's what I was like talking about in the beginning. Like you're so used to color, mm-hmm. and you don't think it would be the same if it was just in black and white. But sure, it's but still think, kind of well. That kind of goes at the same as color in black and white photography. I know mm-hmm. I know people that are like, oh, I can't look at black and white photography because it's not interesting. But in many ways, it's often more interesting than color. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a cool thing. Anyway, you should put that up on your uh, on your gram. Yes, I definitely will put up one of these panels. All of it is just amazing. This is actually this one is a motion comic. Oh, so if you want to check it see, out, yes, it is because yeah. it, it brings to life Alex Ross. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's crazy. Who did so who, do, who does the voices? Oh, I don't know. You, the thing is, you don't even you don't even get to hear Joker. So it's not even like someone's doing oh. a Joker. You do hear Harley, and I don't know who voices Harley. Mm. It's not someone we. No, Tara Strong. <laughs> it's not. It's Come not on the Tara, show, Strong. Tara Strong. <laughs> it's not Arlene, Arlene Sorkin. <laughs> Come on the show. We should do a thing about who do you want to see on the show, London. I know. Looking at you. I know. We, we're gonna we're gonna put up a gram poll. Yes, and it's like just say who you want, and yeah. then we'll we'll take it from yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, we will, you're gonna we give will, options. Yes, I will yeah. give options. I'll give about right. six options, and yeah. you guys pick, and then we'll we'll do our best. All right, we're sidetracking. We're <laughs> sidetracking. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, we're okay. good. Okay. So this was a backup story in one of the uh, Batman Gotham Knights, and this is now in volume two. So the first two stories and we it talked looks badass. about. Oh no, it's it's incredible, and I've been a, I'm a fan of both of these creators. So the fact that they joined together for this one story is. It's great. So it opens where Joker is attacking the uh, like Gotham City Creative Arts Center where there's like this gala happening. And what's great is that like one of the first shots you see Harley there because she's <laughs> doing it with him. And so she's like, it's awesome. Is she so, in her classic outfit? Yes, she is okay, in her classic cool, cool. outfit. Gotcha. And so Joker's there. And then, of course, Batman like jumps down from the ceiling and Joker like tries to shoot him. But the bullets like go through his cape of and everything. Course, yeah. And of course, he brings it back and then he brings it back to Arkham. And so then you see this doctor who was watching that on the news in Arkham. So we're in Arkham Asylum now. The doctor is watching this on TV and he's like, oh, I'm so tired of Joker coming back. And then I'm sure when he breaks out, like he'll kill people here. And it's always just madness every time he comes back because he always breaks out and it just more people die. Yeah. and so he's like, it's frustrating because I'm trying to break down his psychosis. I'm trying to understand Joker. And even though we've spent like years on this, I can't. And so then this other doctor comes in. Here's him. You know, he talk. he's talking to him. He's like, well, I actually found this uh, like case file and it wasn't mm. it was unfiled. So he's like, but I found it. Mm-hmm. And it's actually an unconventional theory that the Joker actually is sane. He is not insane. And so he's like, but he's I, doing all this stuff by choice. Exactly. Interesting. And so it starts off with, he's like, oh, so he's like, oh, who's the doctor who did it? He's like, oh, I don't know. It, it's like anonymous, but it was never filed. But I found this and it's like it has interviews with other crooks and criminals that have worked with Joker before. Oh, and so right. now we flash to like the early years where like and it's more of the Joker in his like gangster persona mm-hmm. it's not just like some random person like he, right it's kind of like the jared leto uh, yeah right. like that or even the gangster like uh jack nicholson sure and, you know it's Where it he's has, like he's he has henchmen and he has right. an organization it, and he's giving direct exactly. orders exactly so like, it's, here's my plan yes so mm-hmm. it's that joker so of course we don't get a name for him like we never do we don't know what his I regular heard he, i heard he did have one <laughs> in the 89 movie jack napier 
Right. But other than that, okay. we don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. We okay. never but really get a, a name. That was a Tim Burton conceit. Yes, that, okay. yes, that was just in that universe. But of course, if you ask people, oh, what's the Joker's name? They're like, oh, it's Jack Napier. But nowhere else does that exist. So, Interesting. Yeah, no, I yeah, always so that is I just Burton-verse. It, right. <laughs> I always thought it was very intentional that he's never named because uh, mm-hmm. as as Nolan says, he's like, he's, he's just a force. He's just a chaos. Right, exactly. So. It's just chaotic. And it's it's... That's why when, especially in the what, Justice League number 50, the current comics, when they were like, oh, we're going to give the Joker's real name. And then you find out that it's not like one name. It's like he's three people. And then Batman's trying to figure out who these three people are. And it's this whole thing. But oh, people okay. it, initially, when people learned, oh, you're going to find out the Joker's identity. People were like, I don't want to know the Joker's identity. Right, like it takes because it that away. takes it away from... Mm-hmm. Which I totally get. I get but it, it didn't work out like that. It anyway. was just a ruse. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Another in the rabbit hole. Say, of- <laughs> yeah. this, is the, uh, this is the last thing I'll say on it. I really enjoyed uh, in Christopher Nolan's uh, Dark Knight mm-hmm. um, Rises. No. Dark Knight Rises, the third one? No, no, the second one. Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where they're like looking at the Joker, they're like no fingerprints, no dental records, and also custom clothing. So there's no way to like even <laughs> track down the- track down the <laughs> the clothing. And I was like, what an awesome detail <laughs> that if you're like, listen, I made my own clothing. I mean, they're basically like he made his own clothing. Right. So he's wearing all this awesome tailored <laughs> and I, but you know you'll never be able to track me down because i made it myself I made it myself and i was like that is badass <laughs> like good job that All is right. dedication well yes one, one might <laughs> even say obsession uh, uh, okay isn't batman's whole existence about obsession though mm. isn't it just oh man now just... Now we're, now we're <laughs> i know, I know. we're gonna go off track we're going off track i mean now we're <laughs> you, we need drea um okay a little bit i guess or or fear of obsession, like I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, how much of it Maybe. is obs- is obsession versus means, right? So, right. If Bruce Wayne was not a Wayne, mm-hmm. if he was just, you know, I don't know, Bruce Johnson right. of, of the slums, right. and his mom and par- and his parents got killed in front of him, and right. he's like, I'm filled with rage. I don't have any money. I don't exactly. have any means. Would he still try right. to be this vigilante or, running around? Right, Gotham? exactly. Or would he have just been like, I'm really angry for five years. I'm a troubled teen and whatever. I'm going to let it go and and just live my life in the hood. Maybe be a drug dealer. I have no idea. But <laughs> that's that's an interesting thing. Hmm. You know, Is Batman... Is Batman Batman just because he had the means to do so? Just because he could be Batman. Right. Like, is there any Elseworlds where anyone else is Batman and are and they rise to it through other means? Like, if he was just an orphan at the orphanage and was like, I want to I wanna be better. And so it's like his year one, but he doesn't have like any techno gadgets. It's just uh, him like running around. There is a story and I'm blanking out on it, but I think Sacrilege! there is one. I know. London, I, know. I thought you had a title to defend. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there is a story where he doesn't have the means to do so, but he kind of makes his own. I'd, I'd like to read that. I think that'd be yeah. interesting. 
When I find it, I will tell you. Thank you. Indeed. All right. Next. Okay. So we're <laughs> so pretty much they they read um, an interview from one of like the henchmen that worked with Joker, and mm-hmm. it's like um, he was a gangster, and he started going out with this really high profile mobster's girlfriend, but he did it out in the open. He wasn't sneaking around. He's like, "Yep, I'm with her," and even though he knows that the mobster can see that, so he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna kill this guy because he's going out with my girlfriend and doesn't care." Is it matches Malone? No. <laughs> no. Is it, is it what's his name Falcone? No. Okay. No, no. It's a it's a one time Sure. Uh, it's just some object. dude. Yeah, it's just All some right. guy. And so in the comic you see that oh, was it what's uh, his name? Oh god, what was this squid? Was it no, the squid? <laughs> that guy was so lame. All right. All right. What? Paris France. Yeah, pa- I like Paris France. <laughs> that guy actually had some personality, some spunk. <laughs> he was he was probably my my favorite part of the Batgirl film. Yeah, he was fine. Go ahead. Um, So, how's it going, sweetness? I forget what he called her. He was like, "What's up, girl? Like you're my girl." I, 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 he, I liked his. I liked to hate his character. (laughs) Go ahead. Which is what makes a good villain. I agree. When you enjoy them, I agree. They're bad guys. Yeah. So. So uh, the mobster waits outside, and uh, a car pulls up, and it's it looks like Joker, and like his because he wore like a hat and a trench coat, and so he was stepping outside, and then the mobster like shoots like ten bullets in him, but then he realizes that under the trench coat is the girlfriend. Oh, ah. <laughs> so of course, Joker. Like nobody noticed that. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever tried to wrap your trench coat around someone, but it's not easy. <laughs> And so she's dead, and mm. the mobster goes to also, jail for Also, did the girlfriend like not think anything about like Joker's like get under my trench coat, baby? And she's just like, okay. okay. <laughs> like, all right. So whatever. the mobster actually goes to jail, and he's in prison. And so then, well, we don't know his name, but Joker or mm-hmm. uh, will be Joker yeah. takes over his territory. Oh, so he's not Joker yet. No, oh, he's just interesting. A, he's just a gangster. He's just, oh, I didn't know. Okay. No, he's not All Joker. Right. This okay, is the gotcha. early years before he becomes Joker. Gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. he has you know this territory and all these people, but he's like, I want to be, I want to have a disguise. And mm-hmm. so they said that he wears this large red oh. hood, and like so mm-hmm. the red hood costume comes into play. And then he's like, they're trying to like uh, roll this payroll at a at a playing card company one night. Mm-hmm. So they're going, and he's in the Red Hood costume, and mm-hmm. then of course Batman finds them and yeah. is trying to get him, and then of course Joe, well, the, the guy in the Red Hood, you know, runs, and then he dives into the vat of chemicals, and then he his skin turns white, right, hair right. green, the yeah. whole spiel, and he becomes Joker. And the I mean, the case study said that just as Batman like adopted this scary, fearful image to wage war on crime, Joker now hides behind this mask, this joker sure. mask of madness and Got so you. and so but it's all a fake right so like the mm. doctor says that what the case file says is that he chooses to enact his vengeance on batman because he was the reason why he dived into the sure. vat and that all of his schemes and plotting it was brilliantly done and it was meticulous enough where it just seems so planned and it's not random it's mm-hmm. not chaotic mm-hmm. so he chooses to do this mm-hmm. so he isn't insane but he is he is mentally capable and he is sane Mm -hmm. and so then he's like so if he is sane then you turn to this scene and it's harley Mm -hmm. and she's being dragged like in the halls at arkham and then she's like 
oh, he says he's sane, he's put into the regular prison, and then he is probably executed. And so the doctor's like, how do you know the rest of this case? Well, she's like, because I wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> she's <Saw> like, that <laughs> coming. <laughs> she's like, when I, I took all these notes and did all these interviews when I was interning here, mm-hmm. and then, but I got to know Joker through our private sessions, yes. and he is so such private. a, and so he's, and he's such a complex character. And so, of course, since they know that she did it, right. they're like, okay, we could just burn this and everything. He's like, but didn't you kind of feel that this, this could be plausible, that he he chose to do this, that he's not really insane. He's like, whether or not I believe it or not, Joker still exists and mm-hmm. we're not safe. And it's just, it doesn't matter. And so they're like, he could be sane. He could not be insane. Mm-hmm. Either way, he exists. And sure. that's kind of But so if we declare him sane and put him in the general population, like it won't, it won't be good? Right. I mean, that's what they think. Well, they don't know. I mean, they think that, oh, if he's sane, he shouldn't be in Arkham. He would probably be in Blackgate or something. Right, right. Yeah, I'd say do that. Well, I guess maybe he could break out of there easier. I don't know, man. Whatever. <laughs> but interesting. The, yeah, thought, and I mean, thought provoking. Because you never see like, oh, maybe Joker isn't crazy. You don't see that in any story. <laughs> like usually, it's like, right. no, he, no, he's, he's crazy. There. He's crazy. So okay, we have two more stories. Right, I'll try to go. go. I know, I know. No. Go. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're gonna hit it. I know. I know. Okay. So this one is. Ah, really- we fail. How long? One hour. Oh, Go no. No, 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 no. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. It won't be two hours. It won't be two hours. Okay. Just two more stories. No, no. Okay. We'll, we'll be good. We'll be good. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So this next one is written and illustrated by Klaus Jansen, who was okay. the artist on Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, of course. Very famous artist. Awesome. And it's called uh, Good Evening Midnight. And it's a really, it's a, it's an Alfred-centric story. Oh, wait a minute. Hmm. side note the previous one so that why is that your second runner favorite oh well i like the concept of trying to rationalize what joker is saying and i love alex ross's art the art it's pretty amazing amazing. and i'm a huge alex ross fan yeah sure sure and i thought it was just a really good story but i like it's interesting like it makes you think yeah i got you it's like i wonder because like i said all the other stories like oh he's insane he's crazy Mm -hmm. he's (laughs) (laughs) but this one's like no maybe it's this it's the complete opposite I thought that was That'd interesting. Cool. That's a, it's, a, it's an interesting <laughs> lens to look through. Yeah. All right. I, I'm with you. All right. Okay. Klaus Jensen. Yes. So this one is set more um, with Alfred and he has a Wayne Manor and it is Bruce's birthday. And what it, what is this chronologically? Volume two? Oh, this is actually volume one. I missed oh, it. But okay. yes. So the, the first two were volume one. This the, uh, the Joker case study was volume two and this is also in volume one. And this is called... Good evening, midnight. Nice. Okay. Yes. All right. And so Alfred is in Wayne Manor, and he is uh, he's listening to the radio, and he hears that there is um, a school bus full of children was hijacked by an escaped uh, inmate from uh, Arkham, okay. and he hijacked it, and he's already killed the bus driver and one child. Wow. And so it's on the Gotham City Bridge, and it's like almost like teetering over, like it's it's a mess. Like, oh, they like crashed it, dro- it. it drove. Yeah, off yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. So, of course, Bruce isn't there because he's being Batman. (laughs) Probably going to the school bus. So while Alfred's listening to the radio, he has this slice of chocolate birthday cake with like one candle. And he puts it in the fridge because Bruce isn't there. And so he goes into a study and he goes into like this chest and opens it. And it's a letter that was addressed to Bruce from his father, Thomas Wayne. Has he been holding this? For decades, 
What is wrong with you, Alfred? What is wrong with Alfred in letters? Like, like, he's so good on so many levels, but then he's just like, here's this letter that could change your entire life. Let me keep it from you. I can't believe this came back again. All right, whatever. So he has a letter to Bruce from his, in the event of my untimely death, do not open until 1985. Like... It's crazy. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay. I'm with it. So, uh, just to kind of go a little bit fast with the letter. So, Alfred reads the letter in Thomas Wayne's, I guess, voice. And so, the whole comic is kind of flashbacks because Thomas is saying that when Bruce was born, it was like one of the happiest moments of his yeah. life and everything. Yeah. And that he was like, before Bruce was born, he, you know, because Thomas Wayne is a doctor. Yes. And so, he's like, my life just became obsessed with medicine and finding cures and he's like i learned that like obsession is wrong and that you Mm. shouldn't focus on one thing because you'll lose out on your life and i realized with you i couldn't be obsessive anymore because i have a child in the world and so the main point of his letter is and while this letter is being read you see batman going and like beating up the inmate saving the kids saving the school bus and being batman and so he's saying that do not become obsessive like i am while he's being batman an obsessive character which is why i said all of batman is about being obsessed and and it's saying that you know obsession is is maybe not the best way to go right right so he just wants he wants bruce to live a happy life but do not be obsessive like he was Mm. with his medicine but like father like son exactly and so of course while alfred reads this letter it's like this painful look on his face he almost is sad because he knows he's out being batman yeah, right now like he's, and it's he's, not following this yeah, letter well, maybe <laughs> he, it's is, because he, he didn't give it to him <laughs> <laughs> like, don't you think if maybe when he was like i don't know 14 and he was like i'm totally gonna pursue this crazy path that he would wait, like, wait 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 i got this letter, I got this letter for you right. <laughs> or year one when he's like running around and like I I I got it wrong this time, Alfred. The flare almost blinded me. Hey, hey let me uh, let me give you this letter from your right dad. Back. I'm yeah. gonna give you this letter. Right? No, no, didn't happen. So I like this story because you get a look at Thomas Wayne, which is cool, and it's in that sure. perspective of where he's like, "Don't do this one thing that mm-hmm. you're doing right now." But he doesn't. No, I think that's why Alfred is sad because he knows that his father's wishes for him to live a normal healthy good life and 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 it's funny because if you look at the first i know this is random the first trailer to the last batman arkham game arkham knight Mm -hmm. it's the kind of same feel they gave from this story it's thomas wayne saying like don't spend you know your inheritance on lavish you know things and things like that that. and it's like the batmobile which is dope and it's like (laughs) don't do it on this don't become obsessed about this it's the same concept like don't spend your inheritance uh, and wealth on being obsessed with something or on lavish things and frivolous yeah frivolous things like that got you it's that kind of same concept that's cool i wonder if they borrowed from this or this bar i mean i wouldn't be surprised but i think that it's all connected it's all connected (laughs) you know this okay and so then the last ones since we're trying to, I don't want to go. We're doing too it. We're long, doing it. Which I personally like because I am a huge uh, uh, black and white movie, silent movie. But this is not in your top contenders. 
Oh no, I I do think two of a kind and case study. Those are two. Yeah, of so this my is favorite. A, yeah, but this is that. a. But I still think it's I okay. pick it as my. It's all right. My five in it's, my five. It's okay. Uh, yeah, all right, all right. Top five. Um, it's no, I a, mean all of these so far sound great. No, yeah, I think they're they're and it's a different look and not just Batman, but right. his villains and things like that. And okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and this is actually in the most recent volume. I wanted to pull something that's in a more recent. Okay. Uh, so, so it came out last four? year. Yeah, volume four. Gotcha. Um, and it's a uh, um, uh, Michael Uslan and Dave Bullock. So uh, Uslan wrote it, and then Dave Bullock uh, uh, illustrated it. Cool. And it's called Silent Night, Unholy Night. And what's cool, uh, first of all, about this story is that it's in the silent. It's it's shaped like a silent movie. Like, oh, cool. There's like the the t- the titles and things like that. And Underneath. it's kind of yeah, yeah. And it's kind of like it, it looks like you're watching a silent movie. Oh, or is it is it the panel and then the next panel right, right, is right. the title? Is the title? Or it's understand. like saying what they're talking about. Right, it's right. Things, it's a, it's like a silent so movie. So there's no dialogue so, in the panel. Right, it's right. And shot so, of the panel. Dialogue, yeah, shot of the panel dialogue. and so okay. and and, That's and cool. it has a very like golden age, like mm-hmm. the high years, and it's just it's a yeah. very well, you like love the high years. Yes, it's mm-hmm. a very uh, pulp film noir type of story, and I mean it, it's it's Adam, a regular you should, one. You should wear the high ear Batman costume. <laughs> I think that would go well for you. You should check that out. <laughs> you will, you will. The water of polo will will shape you once again, and you will you will be ready. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's the one thing I really liked about the story. I mean, Batman is hunting down this villain called um, the Unholy Knight, and that's why it's called Unholy Knight. But it's is it a in- knight with a K. K-N-A? Oh yes, K and I Okay, um, and so he's hunting down this villain, but the story is kind of told like it's in a silent movie, mm-hmm. and it has that 1940s feel. And I think visually, it's just it's just a really cool story. Okay, cool. Um, so that's why I threw it in there because that's like one of my favorite uh, looks, um, the kind of same like yeah. uh, Bill Finger kind of I'm thing. I'm with it. So yeah. yeah. So I and like I said, there are so many. Batman black and white stories since they're short and like there's tons mm-hmm. um, but I do think these are great stories well, wait, all well, the what happens in that one does he oh. go does he hunt the night down or what oh no he does I'm sorry I was just trying to <laughs> no trying I know and it. I no, respect no. that but I'm like well you, you can't tell it can't not no, tell no, us no, what no. happens no he does and there's like cool scenes of, of Bruce kind of like thinking about how to approach it with Alfred in Wayne Manor it's like kind of the moon is shining and it's very who, who dramatic is the knight is he just some dude oh yeah it's a, just a, is he a ghost or what no he's an actual person but it's just like some knight that's, that's oh. his, just his guys that's oh so his some persona. dude in a knight costume like shows up and does some crime yeah and, and so he's like, just hunting it down and then like okay. throughout um, like let's say if he's like swinging to a building like the next panel will be like like the title saying mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to go in this alley. Cool, and it's cool. kind of that dramatic okay. feel. Cool, cool. So it kind of feels like uh, the black and white serials in the 40s. Yeah, it yeah. kind of has that feel to it. Got if you. you are a fan of the serials, you would be a I fan am, of I am actually. Story. I watch, you can find them on YouTube. I watch some yeah. of them and they're actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a lot darker than I thought they would be, but mm-hmm. also mixed with weird, polished 1950s, <laughs> like this way. Like they don't have a Batmobile. It's like just right. a station it's like, wagon. It's like a Cadillac. Yeah. And it's like when the top is up, it's just the regular we car. We should talk about the, the serials. Oh, I would point. love to do an episode yeah. on the serials. I'm, I'm putting that on the list. Okay, for sure. That'll yeah. be on the list. Anyway, Boom. go ahead. 
Okay. So, but yeah, so I think just the the feel of it, the mm-hmm. art is just is, is pretty amazing. So, it sounds cool. And if you're into that style or into Well, real quick, go- does he get the night? Yes, he does. Okay. <laughs> he gets them. He does. All right. But, but, but to find out how, you'll have to read it. Yeah. All right, cool. So, so yeah, those are those are the five that I picked. Of course, I'm not saying that these are the best ever, but I think it gives a good feel of Batman, his mythology, and it's in the black and I mean, this anthology is really cool. If you can get, yeah, I like uh, it. I like that they're. It, it sounds like they're basically relieved of any restriction, and they can kind of do right. whatever they want. It is and, like it could be an Elseworld yeah, one shot. It's, you just, could, it's explorations yeah. of different aspects. I, interesting. It's like if you Very have a story that you want to write, you're like, oh, I would usually be able to write it. Boom! Right. Like, this is like the publication or time that you should be able to, which I is cool. It. Yeah. I did yeah. It. All right, cool. Well, thanks, London. No, yeah. That's been super Yeah, and insightful. so uh, you can get any volume, volume one, volume two, volume three, volume four. If you can't find it in Meltdown or you don't want to order it through Meltdown Comics, you can always get it on Amazon, eBay, yeah. those things, through the DC Comic Store, any of those. Comixology. Meltdown, of course. But preferred. come to Meltdown first. Yeah. Yes. That is your first stop. we probably have it. Yeah, I would assume so. And we so. also have comedy shows. Yes. And other podcasts Indeed. and events, artist signings mm-hmm. and art shows, which is still going yes. on. Yes, it's like there's like one more week one left. One more week. <laughs> come, come, come see Darren Cook. Art show. It's good yeah, stuff. It's yeah. Good stuff. We always have stuff going on at Meltdown. And London, cool. how can they get in touch with you? Well, you can always email me at historythebatman at gmail dot com, and I've been receiving a lot of really cool emails actually from people who listen. I just want to say thank you for the feedback. Um, actually, I just I got one yesterday, and it was from uh, Jonathan Garcia, and he said he loved the episode of the Legends of the Dark Knight, yeah. which is actually Adam's last right. episode. Yes. If you want to listen, yes. and. He was like, he bought the first five issues of it because of oh, the cool. show. Oh, and he great. wants to read more. And yeah. um, and he also wanted to learn more about Batman Confidential. So we might make that episode one uh, day cool. in the future. I've never heard of it. Oh, yeah. That's a good book. It's a good, uh, another, there's tons of Batman books. Yeah, no, I believe it. <laughs> there's tons. So, yeah, all right. so thank you, Jonathan, for listening. And I hope you enjoyed Legends of the Dark Knight stories. But yes, you can always email me at History of Batman because I read everyone's <laughs> emails just like this one. Yeah, and if you want to follow on social media, you can always follow on Instagram at History of the Batman, on Twitter at Hist of the Batman, and on Facebook at History of the Batman. So yes, if you want to have any questions, you want to talk about this episode, maybe there's a black and white story you really like, or anything, you have suggestions for future episodes, you can always email at History of the Batman at gmail dot and. That's great. <laughs> you blanked out there for a minute. I, 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 I had something I was going to say, but I couldn't remember it. Anyway, and, and London. Peace, love, and Batman.